Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of a gaming podcast, episode 1111. Look at that. We're, we're double digits twice. You know, look at that. Um, that's I got nothing. Sammy, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Happy Halloween. We're recording this on Halloween. Um, right. So feeling extra spooky today. Doing pretty good. Did a interview that I launched today. Uh, what else have I do- been doing? I have my Baldur's Gate 3 articles out. So mm-hmm. that's your Balma as well. My Balma is mm-hmm. launched. My well, p- the Palia cosplay was last week, but yeah, just like cool gaming Halloween stuff. That's what I've been up to. Awesome. Awesome. Are you going to be picking up any chocolate or anything like that? Halloween? Probably not. Discount? I'll no? probably, probably just watch more horror movies. I watched Talk to Me finally, and it's actually really good. So if you haven't watched that yet and like spooky movies, watch Talk to Me. Okay. All right. All right. Steve Saylor, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, I, uh, I, I finally started playing Alan Wake 2. <laughs> Uh, against my own will because uh, <laughs> ah. <laughs> I was asked to do a review for it so I was like alright okay I'll do it so I started playing it literally today I figured ah it's Halloween might as well um, and actually you could be able to watch my first sort of two hours playing it on my uh, other YouTube channel my alt channel uh, Blind Gamer Steve uh, you'll find that there so I've been uh, I-, I was playing that I'm going to play a little bit more of it tonight I like it but I hate the jump scares Oh my god! I hate the jump scares. I hate it so bad. I say I hate it so much, I, and, and it's it's too many of them within the first few minutes. Like, I sucks. Anyway, uh, it's doing its job. It's doing its job. Then it's uh, that's why I didn't want to play in the first place. I hate jump scares. I like <laughs> psychological, like hor- like horror and like thriller, because that's why I was because another thing I was going to suggest is like if you're looking for horror things to watch, the follow the House of Usher on Netflix amazing show amazing creepy spooky show if you're into gothic like it's edgar Allan poe it's perfect it's a great great show it's mike flanagan who made like midnight mass and the house of haunted hill and oh. uh, for netflix too so it's really really good show but see i like that kind of horror but anything that's jump scares for the sake of jump scares it's a cheap tactic i get it. Tactic. i i I, it. I agree with you with that those are very cheap scares i want something to like mess with my mind and being like i don't want to pick up the phone or see anyone for like days Exactly. Stuff, you know? <laughs> so so far, what I played of Halloween Two, it has a kind of like a, a like a true detective kind of vibe, but with like a little bit of like su- supernatural kind of thrown in. I know it's going to get worse, but yeah. So I'm I'm enjoying the ride so far, but I know it's going to get worse. <laughs> oh man, Steve V, what's going on, man? man? Oh man, spooky vibes all around. Um, yeah, I'll echo what Steve Saylor just said. I mean, Follow the House of Usher is phenomenal. And I think one of Mike Flanagan's best projects to date. Um, yeah, I binge watched that, uh, getting ready for for Halloween. I'm probably going to watch some more spooky stuff uh, after we recorded this episode. Um, but then also, I know we're going to talk about it just right after this, but Alawake too. Oh man, I, I can't wait to gab about this game because it definitely put me in the Halloween spirit. That's for sure amazing well you know what let's gab away how is alan wake i haven't had a chance to try it out yet i have seen some people play it but i haven't had a chance uh to try it out so uh why don't you take it away steve v that is yeah i mean i i've been anticipating this game and for for 13 years if you can believe it or not ever since playing the original i was like i want more of this uh sadly you know they moved on to, to quantum break which i definitely appreciated at the time i thought that was a a revolutionary idea from from remedy uh, and then they went over to control and i was like cool we're, we're getting weird um you know 
weird, unique games for, from this uh, creative house, and I appreciated that. But it wasn't until they dropped that that crossover the piece of DLC for Control, I was like, hold up now, wait a minute, are we actually doing this? And since that time, I've been just like banging the dull drum trying to get more and more people onto the Alan Wake train because I think it's a really unique and special game, um, especially I love for that- being... I love that the they time. added that in, that little thing in there. It's like it's been a crossover. It's in the same universe all along. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and yeah. uh, no, I. I mean, yeah, in hindsight, it's a little funny to, to think about, oh, yeah, we've thought about this since day one, baby. And it's like, all right, sure, Sam, like, I'm sure you <laughs> did. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, just uh, Alloway 2, I, I am blown away. Let's just say that. I, I I mean, Remedy had me from day one, like I said, but going into this game, the first like hour and a half, like Steve Saylor was saying, was like, okay, I'm getting like some real true detective vibes. This definitely isn't what Alan Wake, the original, is at all. Um, they introduced the new character, Saga, and it's largely like her story right off the rip. So you're kind of just kind of getting used to these new characters and everything. But it isn't until like you're introduced, reintroduced to Alan that you're like, oh, they're doing something like I've never seen before from a survival horror game um, at all. I think in a year, 2023, in a year that we've been inundated with, you know, Dead Space remake, Final or Resident Evil 4 remake, Alan Wake 2 just kind of like knocks their teeth and just says, okay, oh, really? we're making you all feel like they came out when they did. Like they, they make them feel antiquated at this point. Like this is, in my opinion, what like, the way I've been thinking about it is like Alan Wake 2 right now is what Midsummer is to say Night of the Living Dead, where they're both like Whoa. very wow. horror. Like you can say like one's a conte- like one's a contemporary piece of modern day horror and the other is just a classic, meaning like yeah. Dead Space, Resident Evil. They're of the times. Sure, they, they have a nice little coat of polish. They're brought up to what 2023 standards are, but they are of like a, a before time. Alan Wake 2 is modern as hell. And I did. There, there was a section in this game where I was like, oh, this, this proves to me, like, this validates new-gen consoles. They could not have done this on Xbox One, PlayStation oh. 4. Like, there are some really cool stuff that just would not happen on any other piece of hardware. And, like, to me, this feels like a modern survival horror game. The, the best, the purest way possible. And I... I in, in a lot of ways, I know I'm rambling here, but like in a lot of ways, I appreciate what Remedy is able to do. I appreciate what Sam Lake's able to do because they just can get away with whatever they want. Similar to like Kojima, where he can just go off the rip and just make whatever comes into his head. And I'm so happy that Remedy is in that similar situation where they're like, we'll just create this really crazy, really um, cerebral kind of horror game. And it's, and it's, it's super deep it's super meta and if you if you in if you're into it great if not you're probably going to bounce off really quickly but i'm all in for this game i i adore this top to bottom i must yeah, say I'm with just, i was going to say with well, sam sure. link he is pulling a kojima because he put himself in a game like twice i heard or something like, oh like my li- God, yeah. live live and 3d as well yeah. i was like damn all right i, I know mean, you made the game at all but yeah you're right <laughs> yeah. now do you have to play the first one to enjoy the second one or could i just like hop right in Oh man, it to me, I like it. It almost feels like, and I hate to to because it it kind of comes off as like a gatekeeper purist kind of way. But I do think authentically, you should at least play Alan Wake the first one because mm-hmm. because this one is very like 
meta in its storytelling. Like there are concepts and pieces of dialogue that might just go over your head. Again, I don't mm -hmm. know. I played Alan Wake so many times now that that's kind of just baked into my brain so that when they reference characters, or they reference like locations from Alan Wake and Control. I'm like, oh, I understand it. I don't know if it would have the same like punch if you if you missed out. I will Do you say need from a my perspective because yeah. I've because I've only played like the first two chapters of Alan Wake one. Um, okay, okay. I, I, I've I, I've always kept meaning to go back to play it because I have the remastered. I think on like now three different consoles now uh, of just or like including PC that uh, that I can just go in and play. I will say I think because they did because Sam Lake did say that um, if, if you've never played the first game you sh you could be able to go in and play this because you are playing a character in Saga in that this is this, she's the essentially the audience's way into the story okay. so as she's learning stuff you're learning stuff about the world um, I think it, it essentially it so far for me I'm enjoying it, even though, and I even though I know a little bit about like like Alan Wake. I think because they also did put out like a previously on Alan Wake, which I think actually kind of really could help you know kind of at least get you some basics of it to kind of get you in i mean i agree i think probably playing alan wake first one and obviously you know even playing the the some of the the dlc i think it, uh what, what was the what, what was the dlc they made for alan wake the first Amer one? american, american nightmare, nightmare. American yeah. nightmare. Yeah. i was gonna ask do you right. need that's to play right, that as Cody well Rhodes, that's what it was uh <laughs> well anyway. i was just like quickly looking on steam honestly right now for like the full bundle of everything it's 20 bucks and if you want just the base game it's it's four dollars and 37 bucks canadian oh so, see there you go you know um, you yeah. might as well pick it up so I'm free in america right is what you're saying yeah, yeah free in america yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i would say so far for me i think yes i agree with steve it's like being able to like understand the nuances and the context and the and all the extra stuff that that you would normally get if you had played the first one um would help but i mean so far for me i'm like i'm kind of i'm kind of in, at least in, enjoying it i know it's going to get worse and there probably is more stuff that i'm uh that that i'm going to get into that will probably be a little bit easier to understand if i had played the first one but uh, I mean, so far I'm liking. I will say, from my perspective, though, the accessibility kind of sucks. Um, I could, is, I could see that. Just even, is, even in my position where I'm like, oh, I can definitely see how this would be a hindered experience for for some people. Yeah, um, and it mostly kind of comes down to it's it, it's it's weird because control had actually some very decent accessibility uh, in it, um, including like when they uh, in a in a in a future or in a post launch update, they actually like uh, put in there an assist mode, um, which actually helped out uh, me a ton when I was trying to be able to, to play control. Um, and it was, it seemed as if that, okay, you know what? Remedy was like now learning more about accessibility and we're, they're, they're, they're experimenting, they're trying new things. So it kind of, had a little bit of hope in the community to hopefully that Alan Wake 2 would sort of expand on that. But in a way, it seems that Alan Wake 2 kind of went backwards um, and, and definitely didn't include some of the things that they had uh, included in, into control. Now, it could mean that they could still, you know, do post-launch update. They've already announced that, I mean, they're going to have, you know, post-launch DLC anyway. So um, it's like, that's like uh, just based off of you bought the, the, the digital deluxe edition, the edition, you're going to get the two, you get the two new things they're going to uh, release later. Um, um, so we are going to get updates, but whether it's going to have any accessibility, I have no idea. But this is, for me personally, it's very hard to play because it's super dark. Like, not in tone, but in like, it's hard to see. It yeah. is extremely hard to see in this game. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm 
fortunate in that uh, I have like an OLED uh, display, which has helped because I, I can see there being like some um, contrast issues, at least um, off that, um, just playing like on, on my other TVs and displays and everything like that. So definitely recommend if you have something with like heavy support for HDR, that, that would certainly help, especially in some of the, uh, the Alan Wake levels. Um, the other thing I will say uh, on Xbox, there's a really bad audio sync problem going on. Yeah, oh, and it's, that. it's I real had stinky. that too. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Bummer. I thought it was just me, maybe, or it Same. was just the. Uh. It, was, it was the first like night or two, and I was like, "Man, is my sound bar going out?" Because I just bought this thing, and I was going to be super livid if if there was an issue going on there. And I was like, "Man, this 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 really sucked." And I saw other people having it on Xbox Series X specifically, and I know yeah. that Remedy is addressing it, and they know of it, so that's great. Ah, bummer, because that's um, what I bought it on, and I was like, "I'm gonna, I want to give it a try." And actually, yeah, because it like it literally cut out within the first few seconds of the game. Like after the like, there's like a little bit of like you know monologue at the beginning, but then it's like right after that, audio completely cuts out altogether, yep. and I had to quit and then start it back up again. And then yeah, just sort of like it was just a little bit off sync to be, to be noticeable. Exactly, um, and I think and, that's the worst part. I'd rather there be like such a major delay that it's almost comical, but when the audio and subtitles are so delayed that I'm like by like a millisecond, I'm like oh, I just this is you just notice. this is ruining my experience yeah. now. Um, but hopefully they they figured that out. But um, yeah, otherwise, this is a to me what I know. Again, we're going to talk about some some game of the year nominations, but the hits keep it's coming tough. this year, baby. It's like, tough, it's, man. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, man, I, again, I'm so happy that we have like auteurs in the gaming yes. space like Sam Lake, like Remedy that are able to just have these like uncompromised creative visions and just get weird with games because Steve, you're you're talking about are you getting spooked in that first couple of chapters? You don't know anything, baby. Like oh, last night, I, I was talking with a friend of the show, Dapper, and I was like, I reached this place. I'm not going to spoil anything here. I'm not even going to get. There was a place where like I audibly started swearing at my TV at, on like a rapid <laughs> clip because of what was happening in front of me. I was like, you, oh, you sons of guns! Like, oh, oh I love it. I love it. Yeah, that is me excited. <laughs> yeah. I love being scared. So <laughs> yeah, there is a masterful use of horror in, in this one section, and it it got me so good. They lulled you into such a false sense of security, and then boom, like just flipped it on you, and I was like. Oh man! Oh, it's, that's it's good. That's good. That's good. I love you, Sam Lake, for that. I don't know if I want to play this now. Like, <laughs> what I, I like I keep hearing about how good it is, and I'm like, I don't know how far it goes. Oh damn! Are you I doing a playthrough? Are you doing a playthrough, or are you just doing like the review? <sighs> I had thought about doing a like a playthrough because I, I think you should do it. You should definitely. One hundred percent. I want to see your reaction yeah, in this one moment. I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. I will, I will. I will go as far as I can before I'm like you You're know. I like, had to no. like tap out. All right. I'm out. You just like shut so, the system off. I'm never touching this game again. Yeah. I must yeah. say, visually, the game looks chunks, amazing. Though. I'm gonna do it in. Ch I'm not gonna do yeah. it in like in, in in like you know in like multiple hour playthroughs at yeah. a time. I'm gonna go in chapters. If I can do it in chapters, then it's at least you know it breaks it off in like like little parts. I think I, it's a little bit more manageable for me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try it that way. But man, it's like, it's like what a twenty hour game. 
Yeah, this yeah. one yeah, bumped it up. Oh, actually. okay. Actually, yeah. that's not bad then. Not bad. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then the yeah. first one's around 10, right? 10 hours. Yeah. yeah. If it, wow. Okay. Marcel, I wanted to touch on what you said, like the, the game's visual aesthetic. Oh, it's I, amazing. I this is per, personally, I'm playing it on Series X, like mm -hmm. I mentioned. I think this is like one of the best games I've, I've ever played on the Xbox. I mean, on PlayStation, we've had games like uh, Forbidden West and, and stuff like that, that visually pop and everything and kind of justify new gen consoles. But I, I don't think I've ever played a game this gorgeous on, on an Xbox. Like, like, yeah, I will admit, it does look really great. Yeah. Like at the beginning, you're kind of like walking through the, the forest. Uh, I yeah. won't say where specifically in, the, in this, like, but it is absolutely gorgeous. Like you can see like the, the, the horizon you can see off in the distance is oh just my God. it's just gorgeous and the way that the sun kind of like hits uh, like in, like in kind of uh, the shadows of the leaves and everything it just it like and then the rain when it kicks in it's it is absolutely a gorgeous game and totally sets the tone for what to expect and 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 I know that it's like totally luring me into like a, a total sense of I know there's danger, but I <laughs> yeah. don't know where. Right. Yeah. I would I yeah. would say that this is the first game that I had to question them like, okay, is that real is that a real, real? person? Yeah. Or like I had like it's visually impressive. I was gonna yeah. ask though, so like those clips that are in all of like the trailers, is it like real filmed or is it all mocap? So, so there's both. Uh, they do okay, like live okay. action stuff. There's like a brilliant um, like um, host segment, like a late night talk show segment. That's all like mm -hmm. live action. They, they also have like little commercials in the game that you can find yeah. that are live action as well. Um, but then, yeah, you have like your standard, you know, in engine cutscene stuff. And then also like pre-rendered what i'm assuming is like mocap like higher res stuff as well so yeah, yeah it really threads that line all the way through for, like in you. which you know, like is this live action i can hardly tell in this very moment yeah that is actually like remedy's mo is that they yeah. they blend in live action stuff with within the game like they did it with control there's like these training videos that uh um or like these workplace videos that you watch uh on screens and they're all like shot in live action um even in original alan wake one there's these um uh these like sort of like twilight zone type, yeah, uh, type TV shows night springs yeah. yeah that are also shot in live action that you get to watch like in, on like on little tvs in there so um yeah the that, like I figured like there was probably some live action stuff in this. I just I hadn't seen it as of yet. Um, but yeah, it like either way still it, like the, the, the character art is just gorgeous. Like seeing Sam Lake in a game, like, also not hearing his voice, but like it's almost like Sam. <laughs> like, right. oh, yeah. is, is that real you or is that digital you? I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because like there's like Sam Lake mo-capped as a character, as a detective. And then there's Sam Lake, like as another character, like two steps into like the meta and you're like, what is it's breaking what, my what's, brain? What's happening right now? <laughs> like it's it's so much Sam. Where he's everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, I really hope that they add like some sort of photo mode in into this game because oh, I've been yeah. I've been spamming that button, just like going into the settings quickly, turning off the HUD, like setting up the perfect shot. But it's always like the back of the character, and I'm like, ah, I would love to do like a 360 kind of get their visual. Like, yeah, but hopefully they can do something because. Yeah, it just seems like such a shame to have a game this gorgeous and not do something like that with. Mm -hmm. That is wild. Uh, so yeah, it's available on Xbox, uh, PS, Xbox Series X, uh, S as well, I guess, right? 
mm-hmm. PS5 and uh, Epic Game Epic. Store. Epic yeah. Game Store. It's Digital only. Hmm. It's only $66, which isn't too bad. Yeah. That's $66 Epic. Canadian, For too. Canadian, so yeah. yeah. Canadian yeah. as well. We're talking like 80, 90 bucks usually. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. The digital I think it was era. Like 76, <laughs> I think it was like when I bought it off of Xbox. So. Um, I think I don't know what the ten dollars extra with the Xbox was for, but whatever. That console, yeah, that console fee. <laughs> that I guess. game, yeah. that game, Game Pass fee, you know. So, uh, yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> it's not even on Game Pass. <laughs> <I know. laughs> That's why you got to pay extra for it. <laughs> ah, f- damn it. <laughs> um, so with us, like you know, going from a horror game. Sadly, we had to announce some sad news here with with Bungie laying off. Um, some employees, which is very our hearts go out to uh, everyone, anyone who's affected to uh, with with um, with any layoffs, um, which is kind of um, a little upsetting. A lot of people got mad at this at the CEO who came out being like, "Hey, all these people are amazing. Uh, they're great, talented people." And I'm like, "Total guys? bad call. Yeah, total like, bad call. What are you doing? Like, you're you made this call, and now you're like, hey, these people are amazing. Everything they should, they should be hired right away.' I'm like, why? Why didn't you keep them? You know, didn't yeah, they? It's almost like someone should have told them that that would have been a bad social post to make. Oh wait, bad, oh yeah. wait, oh wait, he got rid of them. Probably <laughs> like, oh, you're out too. Get yeah. out of here. So, um, and it's kind of weird because didn't Sony buy Bungie for like? billions of for, dollars or uh, like a one point a something, something billion um it wasn't i mean it wasn't like I and mean, we're not talking like bethesda activision numbers kind of thing no. that microsoft paid but they did they did buy them for at least a significant amount of money and three point uh, six billion but that was the oh, reason okay. but that was the reason to keep everyone that was one of the things they were supposed they said. to yeah. like they said they were going to they were not going to be doing any layoffs and then you know cut to what was it, a year later not even year and a half year and a half and it's and yeah they're like and they're already like i just literally just now just saw apparently like jason trier basically kind of uh yeah. um came up with a new thing 20 minutes ago apparently they said that they laid off eight percent of their mm-hmm. staff or which is around 100 people um two weeks ago staff were told they were projected to miss revenue targets by 45 percent um and they all like apparently even p parsons head of, uh, head of bungie basically said that they're having to cut travel costs uh as well as implementing salary and hiring freezes and basically like you know not making it exactly the greatest place to be able to work at morale wise now with the people that are left and it's it sucks. I mean, I, I have a very close friend of mine who who was there. Um, she was a very prominent figure in the community, Liana Rupert, um, mm-hmm. who formerly yep. Game Informer, and and she was the community manager over at at Bungie. And it is it, she was one, unfortunately, one of the ones let go. And it's very extremely sad to see because, I mean, when you have when you have that, like, I don't understand how that kind of position within a within a game studio is kind of seen as redundant and can very easily be sort of cut when it comes to you know laying people off because those are the people that you trust that you, that players trust the most mm-hmm. to be able to get to be able to give information about what is happening they are the messengers literally from the studio to the community and they all it is an extremely hard job to be able to do what because they have to weather all the harassment that none of the developers uh are usually get uh, unless you don't want if you're unless you're a developer that's online already um they're weathering all of that plus also having to be able to communicate when things are good and when things are bad and when you take away all those people that are there that basically the community is now trusts now that trust has gone away 
That tra- like mm-hmm. is now with Bungie, and I am a diehard Destiny player. I've been playing Destiny since 2018. I'm not as, like, as diehard as some of my friends who've been in it since the very beginning, but I've been playing Destiny since since 2018. And I am uh, this like this is the first time that I'm like I don't want to go back. I don't want to play like it, this. This hurts me to my core that mm-hmm. they have to resort to laying off. And apparently, this wasn't a Sony thing that was making you know jobs redundant. This was within Bungie itself. And they decided they decided to do this instead of, you know, I mean, I don't know the conversation can easily go into capitalism is bad and it's it's always the people at the, at the higher up. But in, in reality, it is it's like you what you couldn't find any other cost saving measure than literally just to cut jobs. And in a year where we're supposed to be celebrating probably the best year that we've had in terms of many game of the year, like nomination or nominees for like so many game, game of the years uh, we've had in 2023, there's now been over 6,000 people that have been laid off and it is one of the worst years in the gaming industry. And mm-hmm. it, this is just now like, you're going into the holidays now with this, like just before Thanksgiving in the States. And, and, and it's just, it is like layoffs are horrible everywhere. I mean, I've been like, I've been through it in, in a different industry, but it just it just sucks that now it's like another studio, another large studio, it, it, because they think that they're that they're losing their their record breaking profits are are basically like oh no the first thing that has to go is people we got to get rid yeah. of some yep. people yep and it's very unfortunate yeah like honestly layoffs have been happening so much like last year and this year like it me in February got laid off. And it, it made me feel like, obviously it's horrible, but I saw like Google was, was firing people, a bunch of like these massive industry giants that have bajillions worth of money, so many layoffs. And I thought we were done, but apparently not. And it's really sad to see, uh, my, my heart goes out to all the people at Bungie, mm-hmm. all the people at other companies that are being let go right now. I feel you as a social community manager that always is the first one to get chopped as well. I feel you. I hear you. It's not about you. Um, going forward in the job hunt, it can be very daunting. But just remember, unfortunately, it's not about you. So as you're applying to things, like obviously it's your livelihood. It it should be very. <sighs> it's just from a company standpoint. I've applied to a bunch of jobs. I have so many friends who have applied to like over 300 jobs and we're, Mm -hmm. we're in, it's unfortunate that now we're in the case that where people would, it'd be like 50 applicants for one job. Now it's like 3000 people for one job. So like, what do you do? It's even worse because it's like the companies that like have jobs available. Those are the only jobs that are available because everyone else is in a hiring freeze. And yeah, it's like everyone is, seems to be battening down the hatches and yet like video games has been making record breaking profits for like since the pandemic and we, like when we're and, not and, seeing and it, it on the human level at all exactly yep. like it is it is it is like it's the only medium that literally made money during the pandemic and yet we're like and and, and it's like we're not immune to basically these layoffs and and the fact that it's like it just it just sucks because it's always it's, it's always the people at the bottom and never the top. Especially like a year like this, like where there's been a tremendous year for gaming. Everyone's up in like, like high praises for gaming. Such great quality of games that are coming out. 
and then you know you after you think you get a pat in the back oh good job you don't realize that pat in the back is actually pushing you out the door as well like that doesn't like it doesn't make any sense whatsoever i've never seen where things are going so well for you know for gaming at least where that it, people are still getting laid off at this high rate as well like i can understand a little layoff here and there or like you know five people there are three people or someone switching studios but like just being like oh well we made this record of we sold this many well we got to get rid of like a of eight percent of you like the immortals of avium uh yeah uh, the whole studio got wiped out because they're like oh we projected this number of sales and then we only got made this number of sales so all of you are gone like that, that, that's yeah, i need another like, boat sorry guys yeah but... like it's so like i don't i don't know it's just it's just it's a it's kind of like the it's very depressing in a way so i must say well steve sailor i saw your tweet about like the community coming together making like a job fair or something like i definitely think you're on to something there yeah um i mean i yeah i I, because i was trying to think of like there has to be like because obviously you know we're all saying like you know our our our, in 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 a weird sort of you know way to say it like our thoughts and prayers are with those who who are laid off but i was like there has to be something that can be done for for those who have been laid off that like because it is hard to be able to find jobs. And I kept seeing a bunch of people being like, hey, we have jobs over here at this studio or we have jobs over here at this studio. Make sure to apply or, you know, let us know. And I was thinking, I'm like, well, what if there's like a job fair for those who just specifically for those who have been laid off? Sure. Yeah. Those who have been looking for work for a while can also, you know, be part of it too, but mm-hmm. doesn't having like hiring managers and, and, and recruiters basically there that they can be like, you know, have interviews with like virtually like, so that way they can at least, you know, connect with someone instead of just, you know, just dropping off an a- or sending off an application kind of thing. Um, and thankfully actually, so uh, a guy Youngberg who, who runs the, uh, the games industry gathering or the gig um, saw that. And, and I think, if, if if you're in the gig, basically, I think he starts he's starting to set up something in their Discord for for something like that. So there's there's been a few folks talking about. It. I'm not involved. In that. I have no idea how to set that up, so I, I don't have any power in it, or whatever. But uh, I'm glad at least I got some, like hopefully maybe something going because it's just mm-hmm. horrible to be able to see these folks that like they move across the country or move across the world to work at these studios. And some of them like yeah. again, Liana like. Working at Bungie was her dream job. That was like working for Destiny. Destiny was her favorite game of all time. And she got she she was working there for two years and she loved what she did. I got to I got to work with her for for a, a thing for Destiny last year. And we were just basically just like talking so much, like basically like just having so much fun talking about destiny and just like enjoying, like, you know, like even though she wasn't able to share any specific in, like information was coming, but we were able to geek out about destiny and to see that, like that dream job is gone. It just, it just hurts so damn much. I think beyond that, I mean, like you talk about how much passion she had, and I'm sure that goes across the board for everyone that worked at Bungie at, uh, and everything. But what what I don't think that any executive really understands is how much these people create the personality of their games and yes. how much getting rid of them removes that. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're talking about, you know, oh, uh, you know, Lightfall, whether or not you, you like Lightfall or you, you didn't. That was made by people who, who knew the game, understood the game and everything. And then, you know, we're going to come back for the final shape and all that. I mean, they, they even laid off Michael Salvatore, who yeah. <laughs> went... Be- <laughs> 
that that to me was like oh Bungie just has is is, is off the off their rocker at this point. They they have lost the plot of like what's going on right now because removing these people, you're just losing the spirit of the game and. It's the exact same thing that I always go back to, like, Telltale. We, we all wanted Telltale to come back, and it's like, well, you're not getting Telltale. You're just getting a name. And it's the same thing here, where Bungie Final Shape could come out. It could be a great game. It could be a mediocre game. But it's not the game that, you know, was originally supposed to be there, made by, the like, the blood, sweat, and tears of, you know, the 8% that were removed from that project, whether or not they had any hand of, like going into the lore or anything they were still there influencing sure. the, the community the influencing the culture there you, you can't you can't replace that even if you if you tried just you know putting up a job board down the line or anything like that uh it, it's it's really unfortunate and i think for someone like me who's grown up with bungie they they were like my studio going all the way back to the halo days they i always championed this the studio because they were they seemed to be the ones that always took care of their employees as far as i knew even in like the days when things weren't going great like the destiny one days when like things looked pretty dire for that series i was like no they're gonna make it out because it seems like they actually care and they're only growing especially even when they went in with Activision and everything, as far as I know, and maybe I'm just misremembering, but it seemed like they were one of the one of the good ones under the Activision umbrella. Where, where yeah. they're like, "No, we're retaining our people. We're keeping them in house. We're not kind of even when we we're you know forced to go into the, like this microtransaction era and everything. We're going to make sure that." we we don't compromise our culture and seeing on the other end where they went independent now they're under sony it's like so now is it just like the money got to you guys and now the you know there's a few higher ups there that just wanted an extra like you said sammy an extra boat at the end of the day or mm -hmm. you know a nice little christmas bonus it's, it's really unfortunate i think yeah. Like I'm all I for like I get it. It's like okay, sales obviously weren't like if they're saying if the if the reports are true that you know sure. it didn't hit 45 percent of the sales that they, uh, that uh, that they were, pro pro were projected, which I get because Lightfall didn't exactly hit the no. the way that I think that they wanted to. But I mean, like here's the here's the thing too. Like I keep going back to like there's this one story that that, that kind of comes up every once in a while where it's uh, usually around these times is like that the Nintendo I was just about to bring that up yeah. thank you yeah. executives <laughs> yeah. like basically took a pay yeah. cut just so that they didn't do any layoffs and I'm yeah. like why isn't that an option well, yeah. like what like well, I was, like, I was you, about to you say you care about the employees. You say you, they're, they're the best that you have. Yeah. They would recommend them one thousand percent to be to be hired at anywhere. Well, why didn't you fight mouthed. to keep them? Yeah. So for and, that one, it was actually I was gonna I was actually just gonna bring that up. It was actually Satoru, and, I, and this is why like at times I miss him because he was one of my biggest icons as well, uh, Satoru uh, Iwata. And it was when like the 3DS wasn't selling so well, and mm -hmm. he said, "Hey, I rather not get my." annual bonus i'd rather just give that back to the employees i'd rather not lose any employees and just not lose miss out on a bonus and that's what basically what he did that year and i i want to see more like the higher ups take more initiative of this like why are we yeah. many people are putting blood set and tears and their passion behind this like you're they're putting they, they're here making their story and they don't even get to have a chance to finish their story and they're just at the in the way you kind of make them just seem like a, like a pawn in a way you know so yeah i mean even if like even even if the bonuses are like because usually the bonuses are in the millions of dollars oh, yeah. even if you take like one million that's enough for at least 10 employees to be able to have a hundred thousand dollar salary like and, and it, it basically you do that hundred so basically what so you all so throw the hundred people that are there 
regardless, okay, like we'll just say like a hundred million, like a hundred thousand sal- base salary, like, you know, because obviously you got to live in Seattle, so or or actually no, technically Bungie is you can you can work virtually, you can work from home. They actually had that where a lot of different places around the states you can work from home and you didn't have to move to Seattle to be able to work with them. So if you have a hundred thousand dollars salary, if a hundred people got let go, so what? Just basically take ten million out of those bonuses. What you can't spare. 10 million out of the eight, what, how, how many, how many billions of dollars did Sony pay for them? What was uh, it? Did you 3. say 3.6? 3.6. Yeah. It's a, it's a percent Billion. of a percent <laughs> with a B yeah, exactly. with a capital B and, uh, capitalism. And well, yeah. And I really think that moving forward, we need to start yeah. holding like the higher ups, uh, to the fire at this point like and i know it's such a difficult cycle because every week we're on to like the next developer that you know laid people off or angered us or did something to kind of vie for our attention and everything um but i but and again it's so hard because you know we're trying to celebrate games we're trying to point out the positives in this industry at the same time so it it does kind of become like separate the art from the artist in some weird way where it is like no let's appreciate what the developers are doing but still you know holding these these higher up business suit dummies out there accountable for for these pretty atrocious decisions i mean there's even like that uh, that whole report from paul tassi talking about how they laid them off on the on the 30th because by the end of the month their um everything like their um benefits uh aside from health insurance they they yeah. cut out by the end of the month or how their stocks revert back to bungie because they didn't last more than a year after the sale or after the acquisition it's like these are these are money grubbing tactics made by you know a, a person in a boardroom, not made by a developer who's passionate about a project, who wants Destiny to succeed, who wants to get Marathon up and running. These are just, you know, Paul and Tim sitting in a in a boardroom, just being like, "Hmm, how can we how can we smoke more cigars and buy more expensive scotch? Because yeah, that's all yeah. we want to do." Oh, we bought the wrong one. Oh, wait, we got to buy the other one and all type. Of- yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that Whoops. Means, oh, Paul, sorry. That's that's going to yeah. be two employees. Uh, oh, I guess we gotta get rid oh, of them. I got them. you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll get rid of you know Salvatore, <laughs> the one of the best composers in the industry. I, okay. Yeah, actually, so apparently I just read that it's not just him. Like there was a, there was another composer that also got let go because on his website, because on Salvatore's website, basically like all his work, basically all he just said was gone fishing. And then the, there's a new composer or the other composer worked at Bungie. His thing is now gone fishing with Michael Salvatore. Like, love that solidarity. Um, yeah. But yeah, like Destiny's music is iconic. Some yes. of the best in the industry. And you just let that guy go. You don't know what, like, I'm sorry, but Bungie, if, if you're one of the people responsible for that decision, you don't know what's going on anymore. You are so far gone. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. I mean, that Deep Stone lullaby, like, it, it, it's probably my favorite track of of, of Destiny 2. And yeah. it's... It yeah. is by is the most beautiful piece of music that I've that I've heard in a video game in a long time, and <sighs> I literally just... wrote an essay on the Destiny One soundtrack in university because I was mm. just like such a big fan. Oh, about it's so it. good! Yeah, yeah. What course was that? I went to film <laughs> school, man. We that's did a, a that's a while. Did you get a lot. <laughs> yeah. really weird in film school. Trust me. I'm just yeah. hearing more and more people writing more about video games. I'm like, where was this when I was in school? I didn't write about any. If we wrote about video games, you just automatic fail. They're like, what are you Anything doing? Anything I it could was... <laughs> attach it to, I'd be like, oh, video game references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Video yep. games, a, a visual form. Let's do that. That's awesome. Uh, well, mm. without surprise, of course, uh, the final um, the final expansion is also delayed as well. 
um and also marathon on top of that as well but like at this point like they have absolute no <laughs> like, like brand, brand trust out the window like, yeah like not and, anymore and like if, if these ones go like like don't don't sell well like that's on that's on your decision there but like there of course would be people who have to pay the price for that one as well so great more from jason trier basically saying that yeah weak player retention after lightfall final shape getting good not great feedback quote unquote delayed for it's been delayed for improvement because that's something we didn't mention that final shape was supposed to come out in february they're now delaying it supposedly till june and marathon's gonna be delayed till next year but they didn't really have a announced date for that one anyway Mm -hmm. so i guess like this new that we're like it was supposed to come out next year and then also this this is I am I, I like this makes me extremely mad. They said some cut roles are getting outsourced. I'm like fuck oh, you, no. fuck you, Bungie. Like come the fuck on. They're going to Fiverr. They're going to Fiverr, oh, and getting it, <laughs> getting it cheaper because you couldn't afford to be able to keep the people that actually are passionate about their own jobs and want to keep their jobs and love their jobs. And you want to, and you don't want to pay them a fair wage. Okay, great. Yeah. So outsourced. Awesome. Fan fucking tastic. I hate this industry. <laughs> They're the real demons today. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, there's, you know, it takes a lot to be able to, 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 it takes a lot to, to be a worse of a demon than Tim Sweeney laying off 900 employees at Epic. But man, did Pete Parsons take the cake this week? Fuck. They're, they're just trying to outdo each other. They're all just sitting in a yeah. Zoom call and they're like, yeah. hey, I... I got you. <laughs> yeah. Hold my I, I raise you, know, you this, yeah. you know, like that, yeah. you know, like, oh my God. I am literally going to go into my Bungie net account and I am going to refund my uh, pre order for Final Shape. I, right I, here, right here, folks. That's it. That is, you heard it here. This is stupid. It, this it, is stupid. It's kind of crazy and, and not to, you know, we don't have to go into like a long tangent about this, but it is kind of crazy to think like Destiny and Bungie, they're supposed to be the, the ones paving the road for games as a service that's set in the bar and everything so lightfall i can understand not everything is going to hit but then to hear oh we have to delay you know the final shape now six like up uh, almost six months because it's good not great not setting expectations and and then marathon getting delayed as well it's like that's not great for someone who's you know supposed to be the the one to go and vet all these other vet naughty dog of all mm-hmm. of all studios and be like mm, well your game as a service isn't you know up to snuff as well it's like are we i don't know may, may like, why is like, doing the projections like not <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah they, that, that's they, they probably just are you are you calculating correctly Enix. like uh, what's going on oh god like and probably or, got the same guy from Square Enix be like, uh, you know, this sold millions, not up to expectations. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Babylon falls and all that stuff. You know, yeah, Final Fantasy yeah, 16, yeah, only yeah. one of the greatest RPGs of the last couple of years, not up to expectations. Just bring it a I PC because everyone's waiting for the PC <laughs> version because they saw the PC version first and then they were like, oh, no, no, PS5 only. I'm like, that right. you said at the bottom, this is the PS, this is the PC. Console. That was a typo. And C, yeah, the yeah, biggest was, typo in the world. Walk, yeah, my cat walked <laughs> on my keyboard. That was yeah. a typo, guys. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I'm waiting for the day. Like, like if sales don't go well, like the executives get the, they, they get like the right? fine for it. Yeah. Like, hey, you know what? This, these are your people. You get fined for it, and you deal with it. You know, and like cut up the snuff or something like that. Like, it's not. I don't know. It's, it's, 
Oh. Go on like um, a reverse pyramid kind of oh, yeah. thing. Like, yeah, cut out the bot, like the the top first, and then work your way up to you know the middle management, and then you know the the everyday devs and and workers there. Yeah, let them have a break. You know, let them have a, like five years where they don't have to worry about their family. Exactly, and then I don't know, especially working remote. Like people are not even going to the studios. Everyone's working remote. Like cost has gone down for them. You know, like what, like how much money have you been saving from just from that alone? So, anyway, our hearts go out to everyone there and affected, and hopefully, uh, you guys are able to get some jobs in the near future. Uh, so, with Capcom now, we're gonna move on to some Capcom news because, according to Capcom, to the Japanese Q and A section published alongside its earning results this week, they have a major quotes unannounced title game come out this physical year with, and their physical year ends March tw- March twenty twenty four. What the hell are they going to be bringing out now? Is it Monster Hunter World? Do you guys think, or Ooh, I don't know? I don't right. know what I don't know what else they got. They Resident Evil. It can't be Resident Evil Nine. Well, we already know Resident Evil Nine's like coming out, but I I feel like that's too early. Yeah, it, yeah. It just, like yeah. the last one just came out for that. Yeah, and although I be- mean. And March is okay. right there. I just got the yeah, same. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Is, is Usually they're pretty upfront of being like, hey, we're, we're going to hype up a Resident Evil game. We're going to give it, you know, their, their trailers at the, the state of plays and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Them being pretty quiet about it, although I know we, we know about 9 via the, the NVIDIA leak and everything. It just feels like maybe it's down the line, like maybe a 2025 game. But yeah. Monster Hunter World sounds right. Yeah. I also feel like Resident Evil doesn't need like oh here it is like at the game awards and then like three months later it's out i feel like resident evil is more of like here it is at the game awards see you next year type of vibes or if not like two years yeah 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 but like street i mean street fighters radio it had like devil may cry maybe that's that's a good point yeah there could be another another devil may cry it's been quite a while but again they have dragon's dogma Mm. we already know about that yep Exo yeah, Primal 2, it's coming out already. The oh, sequel's yeah, already out. Quick <laughs> sequel on that one, yeah. <laughs> it's so good, gotta make it again right away. It has to be Monster Hunter World, because I know a lot, a lot of uh, Monster Hunter fans have been crying for, um, yeah. at least like the world part of it. I know uh, with Sunbreak and Rise have sold a lot on Nintendo, and now, now it's pretty much on everything, actually. Um, I think it'll it, be a new Ace Attorney game. Oh, thank God. No. I'm, they just remastered the last three. You might yeah. as well add to the collection. Is he major? I don't think he's major. I love it. He's in the minor leagues, I feel like. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what about Mega Man? Did they just come out with something too? They forgot about Mega Man. He's he's putting yeah. a he's putting a drawer somewhere. He doesn't exist. After after eleven, I think they were like, We're good for a while. We're I didn't even know there was eleven. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> i mean unless it's like a Mega Man x game they'll be like here you go but like i don't know I, I, it has to be monster i'll be i don't know what else they make that that's not i can't think of any other title that they will consider major so unless it's ghost detective or something so, so all right here is the great debate jeff Keely, we're doing your job for you. All right. So you got to thank us with uh, with some tickets to the show. Thank you very much. And <laughs> uh, game of the year. So I figured, you know, 
we'll just throw out our own predictions nominees will be coming out mid-november around that time um what sammy what is you know we'll just we'll just say one by one which what game do you think will be a, a game of the year nominee i guess it's just to keep this civil before we all choke each other out be like no oh. what are you talking about why is this not on here you're you're an idiot do you even play Here's video games that no matter what we suggest everyone's gonna agree like it's gonna agree because we've had some really good games this year that's, that's it, true yeah. that's true so it's just it's just a matter of like do they make the cut of the not of the nominees that's the thing all right well, I, I, I guess i'll ask any indie darlings Ooh. Ooh. I, I think if there's going to be one, it's Sea of Stars and Sea of Stars only. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. And, then and I'm saying that's if. That's a big if. That is true. And it's, what, it's five it's usually five games nominated, right? Is it? Or six. Six? Okay. Yeah. Right. So does Starfield All I'm make say, the though, cut? <laughs> I don't think Starfield's gonna make the cut, to be perfectly honest. May, maybe like number six. Maybe I don't know. It's I feel like seven. everyone kind of forgot Starfield. about it, like the the week after. It so let's let's go through like the ones that are like guarantee locks. Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Are we all in agreement with? Yeah, uh, I think it's pretty high. It's pretty. I, don't know. I, I was, was, was going to start with Zelda at least. Okay, I mean Zelda, Zelda for Zelda. sure. I'm writing. Well, I'm writing this stuff now. Yeah. I don't think there has been a 2D Mario that has been nominated for Game of the Year. Until for, now. For, for family <laughs> game, yes. Uh, and for, uh, I don't know, usually like in other categories, yes. Yeah. But, I mean, like, was Odyssey, I know it was in, I think, Game of the Year, but... Yeah. I don't think there's ever been a 2D Mario that has been uh, that has been in the, in the game of the year category. And I think Mar- thing, it's like I think it's like obviously yeah it's 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 well deserved the the spot that it's had the, this this year alone. Um, but I don't know. I'm thinking it might it might not make the the, the top six. It's right now top is, ten uh, on Metacritic. That's all I just wanted yeah. to say. But go ahead, Sam. Sure, and, sure. And hey. Tears of the Kingdom finally got beat out for that number one position, and that 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 number one position is my pick right there, which is oh, Baldur's Gate, Gate Three. Gate 3. Yeah, oh! Gate 3. I think that yeah. is a lock. I think for everybody. Yeah. Th- mm-hmm. yeah. Where did it get beat out? That's what I wanted. That. No, it's tied. And but then it, 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 like here's the thing about nominating for sorry. So actually, Sammy, you go ahead. You go ahead. Well, I think it's just like the amount of reviews it receives too, right? So I think sure. now Baldur's Gate has more than Tears of the Kingdom. So you know how hard it put. is to get a review from Nintendo? Come on, it's not it easy, is Sammy. It is, it is very hard. Um, <laughs> it ain't here's easy. The thing, here's the thing: like uh, the nominee, or at least the jury aspect of nom- uh, of nominating games for the 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 cat for each of the categories. It's not all. It's not based on Metacritic. It's usually yeah. based like off of outlets and stuff like that. Like I know for like I can say like I am on the jury for the accessibility category, um, and it's it is not like as far as I know, at least with our category, we don't base it off a of Metacritic score. Right. Um, so it like yes, it's a good barometer to see kind of like where potentially the game awards could be at, but um, just because it has a it has like over however many x amount of reviews on on metacritic and getting a specific score i don't think it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to make the top 10 because there's a few even top 10 in there for metacritic that are previous releases like from like or just re-releases on new new, on a newer platform kind of thing like witcher 3 yeah or metro 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 prime prime resident evil 4 Liberty like, or uh, Phantom Liberty, Phantom, Phantom Liberty, Liberty. Yeah. even Xenoblade's number seven on there. Like it's, it's pretty wild. Now, do you think Street Fighter Six will make it on there? No, no, not a chance. 
highest fighting game rating. It's new a fighting game. Fighting yeah. for number one best game. What? I probably would say Mortal Kombat instead of Street uh, Fighter. Yeah, but. yeah. yeah there's, there's not a chance. Like I, I'm not. I'm not talking about like the quality of the game or anything. No, 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 but no, just talking about like the knowing the jury and going back to Steve's point of like this mm -hmm. is just like personal preference personality based stuff usually racing games and fighting games they just kind of get snuffed out yeah that's just kind of yeah, unfortunately that's what happens unfortunately the thing so, this is just showing uh, the quality of this year is like that there's, too, just, yeah. there's yeah. so many yeah. <laughs> i think it probably i think it probably is going to be yeah Baldur's gate 3 for sure tears of the kingdom for sure, for sure. spider-man right. 2 spider-man 2 for sure all I think right final, i think final fantasy 16 will probably make that list oh. it's, it's definitely up there sure it's, it's, it's up know, there for bro. a lot do you think it's too late for Alan Wake 2 to make no. it in? Nope. No, no they're okay. the way like that the, the cutoff date is, is mid-November. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, but it just depends on if it made the, the, the deadline of when the jury had to submit. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Apparently my buzzer, my apartment buzzer was going off. <laughs> I love that though. Love it. Um, um, oh my gosh. Why, is why? Dave You're the driver going to make it? I don't think they, so. They would be an indie game. They, they would probably be indie game. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm thinking, is, okay. I don't think Final Fantasy will be in there. I don't either. I, I, I think really this is don't such think a so. strong year that I think Final Fantasy is is one that would get uh, knocked Pushed down. out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. Okay. They're going through this. Baldur's Gate 3, Tears of the Kingdom, Spider-Man yeah, 2. Yeah. Yep. I even put the Alan Wake in there, like how it's going I right now. Alan Wake, probably, I yeah. Alan Wake. I so two more. See, I I, th I think Starfield will make it. Starfield, Just based yeah. on like popular opinion, I think enough people will say it was an ambitious game. It was Bethesda's big return. I think just based off like those those pieces of criteria, it'll get nominated. I'm not saying yeah. it has a chance of winning, but I think it will be. It will make it. It's, it's also, Xbox's biggest game for the year. I think that, that that's a, that's a good sign that it could. Also, be you can just close your eyes and see like the Jeff Keighley, the live performance, the, yes, the, the, of the band of the playing, the, the, yeah. the constellation set. Oh, you, oh, it, it's it's right there. It writes itself. <laughs> yeah. That, so I, who's the last spot? I, I, I don't you see. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'm going to say something ridiculous, and I love Star Steel. I love Starfield and all, but I feel like that'll be like a paid spot. I'm gonna say that right now. I, I, I feel like no, it's a politics. I, I, I feel like, do that. No, because it's that, I think it's a, I think it's another Xbox game that deserves to be on there. That's Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush was the game of the year, though. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Hi-Fi Rush had every Diablo. That, that's it. Diablo, get that out of the here. They broke that game. That yeah, game is. I'm, it, I'm, it, I'm, I'm with you, Marcel. Get, a, get no, that trash it. out of here. Get it out. They broke it. it People it's, love it's, it. it. It was the reviews. Everyone is loving it. Everyone is back now with for the DLC for especially like that 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 just dropped for Halloween. It's like Diablo. Diablo is Diablo is definitely. I would say high up there for for potential this is the first time yeah. i'm hearing about diablo from anyone's mouth in months i'm just letting you know right now i haven't heard about they, it whatsoever and high five rush has totally come back have a recency bias you totally no, have no i even wrote about a high five no, so right diablo there, i'm right there with you i've spent an inordinate amount of time with diablo this year and i will still say like the drop off is real i don't see the hype anymore and i feel like maybe it's recency bias maybe it's not but i think that when you're looking at submitting 
your your nominees and everything, people are going to look at season one and season two and the bad reflection it might mm-hmm. have. Yeah, but you could say the same thing launch. about you could say the same the drop off the same thing about Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I haven't heard anybody talk about that That's for fair. months. Oh, I'll give you that. that I'll give you that. Totally fair, I'll Steve. I'll like basically, as soon as Baldur's Gate dropped, it yeah. was like forget Tears of the Kingdom. It's so all Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate with all the Baldur's Gate with all the sexual content. <laughs> That's why people are liking you, sickles. All the sex you can have <laughs> in the game. If I wanted that, That's I would right. say Genshin Impact would be the one, my number one. The true waifu game. Yep. Yeah. One thousand percent. Yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. For me, I, I just I just think High Fire Rush deserved because High Fire Rush is also the first one that just kind of set the year's tone. I don't disagree well. with no you. Pun, I, no pun, no pun intended. Don't you know, disagree you know. with you. Like I think it is an amazing game. It was released in the best way possible. It mm-hmm. had such high hype going into it, and it is a really great game. It would. Didn't you also it, say, it especially for accessibility as well too, right? Sure. I mean, yeah, accessibility yeah. for like, sure. I mean, that like that that was a, that was that also was right a off the bat. Insight into that, <laughs> it was the hardest to be able to come up with the top five uh, this year mm-hmm. because normally with the past few years, it's always been like a struggle just to try to be able to figure out okay, what can actually be nominated for. We had to come up, try to come up with five, like five accessible games. How? Like, how do we even make that happen? But this year is the first year that I'm like that. I when I submitted my nominations, I'm like I could probably see about three or four games that I did not put in the. Uh, my top five that'll probably that could potentially make this list like i it was a it's a great like i agree yeah. with you hi-fi rush is a great game but i think it got surpassed by a lot of better games fair enough fair enough that's why i'm saying i'm putting an asterisk diablo, next to it <laughs> i think it's diablo i think it's final fantasy i think it's tears the kingdom baldur's gate starfield and spider-man, Spider-Man. yeah that would be that. That would be the six. That, the funniest, funniest part is like I think we can all agree there's probably like four for sure locks. Like there's no no doubt yeah. about it. But then everything else, like I'm talking like Forza Motorsport could. Oh yeah, there's a yeah. world where that could be out yeah, there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like 2023 has been so good that I mean Resident Evil is not going to make it. Dead Space isn't going to make it. Fallen Order is not going to make it. Liza P is not going to oh. make it. Oh, Armored Core God. Six is not going to make it. So like I'm sad. Like, games that in <laughs> yeah, any other yeah. year they would be game. They would the year be nominated. totally in this they list. One hundred percent. So strong that we're just yeah. like, oh yeah, there's too many good. Yeah, games. That's right. <laughs> Gaia Jedi Survivor came out. Jedi yeah. Survivor, yeah, thank you. I feel yeah. like there's too many problems in Jedi Survival at like launch, so I think that kind of yeah, yes. only on PC. So who cares? <laughs> no, it was also it was also on no, console I, as well. It, it was yeah, pretty yeah, bad. Have as nearly as many issues on console. It as couldn't even get. You could barely get thirty on that. So oh, oh. trying to trying to play sixty frames per second on that game was was an experience. Yeah. Um. Do you think they do? You, do you think they should have a like a remake, remastered category? I think so. I mean, with the amount of games that have come out, I don't that think it's space, enough. Space, Metroid, fill. Resident Evil, those three are alone this year. I just don't think it's consistent enough each year okay. to yeah. like warrant it. It's just kind of unfortunate because, yeah, I, mean, I think that's it. It just there's not enough to build a nominate. Because uh, you're right, I'm totally I think with it you. should I think, be one. Yeah. yeah. Or even just have it like on a year where it's you know valid. Well, actually, like, wait, hold on. So we've got Dead Space, Resident Evil Four, yep, Metroid, um, Metroid, Witcher Three, Witcher Three. This year, uh, there's a lot. Yeah, was, yeah, and I'm trying to think. There was, there was one. Oh, uh, there was uh, one more, right? Um, Ace Attorney Collection. Oh, 
Lisa Turner. Yeah. Oh, Metal Gear Solid. Oh, no, actually, that's not really a remake. Um, and that's not getting any nominations. That's, that's not getting any nominations. Rebirth. Is that, is that out? I can't remember. No. Mm, that's not yet. N- That's next year. It's, next next yeah, year's year. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, bummer. Uh, I mean, technically, Cyberpunk kind of was remade in a way. I was going to say. Yeah. That deserves something. remake. Yeah. Yeah. That's about a good solid five. They don't five. deserve it. That's what it should have been the whole time. That's oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> but um, just just forgive them, man. Come on, they 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 came back. They're changed person. They went they through did, their yeah. steps. <laughs> yeah, New Year, I watched New the me. anime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I think I think you're right, Steve. I think basically yeah. when it comes to game of the year, I think there's like a good solid four for sure. But any two games like you could fl- just put in fit into that slot and mm-hmm. it would make sense. It, yeah. it like, really does come down to who the, like the jury members were and how they felt that day. This is the one year where I don't think that there is one solid lock right. for any category uh, for this year. Like, I mean, other than maybe RPG for Baldur's Gate 3, but that's I think basically Baldur's about Gate, it. It's just going to sweep. It's going to sweep. To be yeah, it potentially could. It potentially could. But I think it's but like, I, agree I don't. With you. But there's so many different games that are in this list that I think that are like that are just that could be filled in each category that I, I unless it's like extremely stacked in one favor. I, like you put like if you put even Starfield or like, uh, no, actually, wait, hold on. Um. I mean, yeah, actually, if you put even the game of the year category, you could put any of those six that we or that we mentioned and 1000% like it'd be hard to be able to figure out like everyone will have an opinion as far as like what will actually win for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. It's really going to come down to the votes, which is like for, for like for a change. That's actually kind of nice. I'm glad uh, I don't absolutely. have to do it. So no, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it's fun to, you know, you know, speculate on what yeah, the yeah. game of the, the game award game of the year will be. But I'm really yeah. excited for us to all get together and do like our personal game of the year. Oh, for, my like, God. Because like we're going to break up, gonna, aren't like, we? <laughs> no, I, I, think I think it's really fun to do. Oh, yeah. You know what Steve kind of said is like do like a ranking system where we all yeah. submit our picks and everything. And yeah. like I think that would be fascinating to kind of do like tally votes and stuff like that uh, because we all have like varying opinions and stuff that we have played. Because I know for a fact I would love Baldur's Gate 3. I haven't played it. Because I know I don't have a hundred hundred hours until probably the end of December, where I'm on break. Listen, and the gonna... tutorial's only twenty hours. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. I Let couldn't just, even get yeah. through twenty hours. So it was so hard to be able to keep playing. I had to be like, oh, I'm going to stop. I needed to, you know, do, restart and respec. But, but I know myself well enough, and I've known myself well enough this entire year that those twenty hours, I would know life. To the point where I would ne- never see grass again <laughs> until I'm through through those twenty hours. I was like, I need to just treat myself to that to the end of the year, or you know, just has the snow a, has the like snow melted. Sort of yeah, has the snow yeah, melted exactly, yet? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's that's literally Alan Wake one and the first half of Alan Wake two. You realize that, Sammy? One tutorial. <laughs> That's Listen, <laughs> That's as someone not... with like over 3,000 hours in Overwatch, sometimes you just got to put the time in the games you love, you know? Oh, and I'm not done Baldur's Gate 3 yet, and I have like well over like 100 hours. I'm saying no one's done with Baldur's Gate 3. It's this a game true. that just no, keeps on going. I, I don't think I've actually seen anybody that, uh, like, any of my friends who have, have been playing it a lot that have basically have gotten to the end of Baldur's right. Gate 3, yeah. um, which is I don't amazing. think there were credits in that game. They're just, you know. <laughs> You'll never see them. Yeah. Too busy with their relationships. Yeah, That's all it is. You see? Yeah. 
content. Here's the thing, too. Is. I keep thinking, I'm like, oh, yeah, at some point, I'm going to be able to finally, you know, go back and, you know, go through the, the backlog that was 2023 and, and, and play a bunch. But I'm like, 2024 is right around the corner. There's already some good games that look like are going to come out. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm Kick- never going to get back to these games. And then the year kicks off with Final Fantasy, doesn't it? Or Yeah. Yeah, it does. Final Fantasy and a couple other, a couple uh, other, this is other games. Gym, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. I don't know. Good luck, Jeff, and your committee as well. That's all I got to say. There's definitely a lot of good games. Jeff is, is, has been very adamant that it's never like he never decides. It is up to the jury. Um, so it's, it, it's, he has no sway over anything unless, you know, he wants to bring out Kojima. Well, again, I, I so. hope the only decision that he does make this year is, you know, to have security. Yeah, that's oh, what well, I well, wish. Is, you know, I will be like your security, sort of, Jeff. Yeah, I, some sort of red rope by the stairs, yeah. you know, with a bouncer. And he's like, hey, you guys in the studio, okay, you guys can come yeah, up and no your, public yeah. tickets on the main yeah. floor, just developers and, you know, creators or, or media people like that's that that's it. Like, Please. Just, yeah, just, and have everyone just do else yourself the, the favor, yeah. Jeff. That's all I ask. And, yeah. you know, acknowledge some Canadians. Those are my That's two asks. Maybe you know, acknowledge yeah. your where own you came country. from. Yeah. From, a, from your own country. Yeah. Your, not only yeah. that, your own city. We're all, like, down the yeah. road. <laughs> 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 We're all like yeah, down the road from each other. Us who grew up in your hometown, <laughs> come your on, home city, and you know, take take prioritize your own safety by having you know some, some exactly. bodyguards and stuff. And you know, you know also acknowledge you know how uh, like uh, the effect of the you know the industry has been this year for developers. But that's I mean, that's all. Ask. That's all. Yeah, that's, that's all we got. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's a big. <laughs> I mean, like, he did call out Kodak uh, that one year, so it's and not... then he then the immediately was like, hey, Call of Duty is a pretty cool game, eh? Let's run an ad. So uh, let's. I'm not. I'm not going to hold him to the fire because I. I know better at this point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, I will also like to say I would like to see a uh, female host as well. I mean, throw that on I there. Would they stay that. female on stage, other than so, well, something. I mean, he always has Sydney Goodman. Um, who knows? That's, that's is she even in the same building? Like, who knows where she's going? No, she's always, she always there. Like, she's I, I know she's always the guy. Sat, yeah, yeah. She was behind me one time when I was sitting in like in front that way. Uh, when hey, I Jeff, went that one year, you just want someone platform. to like stand on the stage, Jeff. I'll just stand on the stage for yeah. you. I won't talk. I'll just stand there. Get our friend Camille. Just, you know, just saying. <laughs> it's fine. Saying. There's There's many options. Now, now let's check in with our with our mandatory female inclusion. Listen. <laughs> 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 I, got, I, I got, hope it says I, mandatory. I'm bisexual, <laughs> black, and female. I got. There you go. You check off several inclusion boxes. Uh huh. <laughs> Here's the game awards. Your, you your ticker's gonna be scrolling, Sammy. With all your name it's right there, bisexual black woman reporting. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, we all want. We all of us watched the Apple event the other night. They had more inclusion on that 30 minute show than the entire uh, show, both shows of Jeff Keeley's just saying even the laptop yeah, just saying i'm you, just saying even the laptop even the laptop even the laptop was to say <laughs> just throw that out there even though it's ten thousand dollars they were still black baby Steve, I'm sorry. What were you going to say after that? Poor Steve's like, oh, I don't, I, I don't even know anymore. That was, that was way too good of a bit. It doesn't even matter. $10,000 for that, by the way. What the hell? Hey, it can run oh, Mist, yeah, guys. For like fully specced out, yes. Mist? <laughs> I can play Baldur's Game. Oh, you can play Mist. Yeah, that was, oh, that was a thing. 
Oh my god! Wow. Where did they come oh. up with these prices? But here's the thing: I didn't even catch this at until uh, at the end. The entire thing was shot on an iPhone. Yes, it was. But did and edited on a Mac. Seems behind the scenes. It's yeah. like basically they just took out the like camera out of all yeah. their equipment. But yeah, you know, exactly. still, yeah. shot on iPhone. That's pretty cool. And edit on the Mac. Just then you and know. And edit on the Mac. And on yeah. a Mac. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's that's you know that's a mic drop. Like <laughs> like a literal mic drop. It's like oh man, this looks great. Shot on iPhone. Damn! At night, it was pretty cool. At night, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad to bring back the color uh, IMAX back as well. Like, oh yeah, they look good. The TV tube days that they used to have. So yeah, yeah. yeah. The the colors definitely look good. That 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 space black though. The the MacBook Pro looks really good. It looks really really good. 48 cores. Jesus Christ. Sorry, Sam. Go ahead. (laughs) I was just saying, I've never been like the space gray person. Like, mine's Mm -hmm. rose gold because I have the air. But mm. I I love the black. It's it's a really good look. Yeah. That black look like look it looks solid because don't yeah we've seen space gray on a yeah. few of their like phones yeah. and stuff like that and uh, um actually do we, is it, is my iPhone on space gray I think they haven't was. had they haven't had like like another color besides space like space gray since like forget. the plastic the plastic uh, days for MacBook Pros no it's usually like it's usually just whatever the the main when I was in when I was in oh, college yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah. Right? This, is, this is space gray normally yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, like the, yeah. the ugly dark purple, but well, I just really pur- like purple. I actually like the dark purple. That's the I one got, I wanted, but this was oh, the only one that was available. I got um, blue, so that's why. But I got. supposedly, <laughs> with the new space gray and the MacBook Pros, it's like uh, they actually went you know a few shades darker, which I'm like, oh, it just looks so good. Yeah, I've seen pictures of like, it now. You know, people at the event, I'm like, oh, I want smudge I want resistant, it. grease yes. resistant for all you yes. the sticky gamers out there. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. greasy little mitts, you know. <laughs> It's funny, like, because now Resident Evil is out on iPhone and ray tracing. I'm like, where's this new mm-hmm. Mac MacBook? Like, where's Resident Evil on that? Can we play it on there? No, only on your yeah. only on your phone. Yeah. So, who knows? One weird, day. weird ecosystem. Apple, yeah. Apple, something else. Uh, Sammy, what's going on mm-hmm. for your week? Um, I'm probably writing more articles. Mm-hmm. Um streaming a little bit i still have to finish mirage i'm doing it really slowly but it's because i'm only streaming it and it seems like i'm jumping into alan wake one as soon as i can so i could hurry up and let's play go join, join the cults yeah. mm. <laughs> the alan cults of the trees <laughs> steve sailor how about you uh well i'm gonna keep trying to play uh more uh you know alan wake 2 we'll see how far i can get in that uh but uh then i'm but i'm also gonna be writing my uh i'm writing review for games radar uh on alan wake 2 hopefully i'll be able to get that out uh before the end of the week um and uh um actually there might be some other stuff like outside of you know a social media that uh that you might see me on uh i can't say which as of yet until i'll talk to you guys after the recording but anyway uh Ooh. yeah so Steve, steve's going on tour all right love it uh <laughs> steve v, how about you um yeah i today i published uh my review for the dyson solar cycle light if you guys are interested mm. in the uh in a, a floor light it's pretty cool it's expensive but it's very neat um and then yeah call of duty uh modern warfare 3 is just around the corner the campaign early access is launching so i'm gonna be doing a review and content for that and then um i think next week we're gonna be doing even more spider-man content so i'm very excited um be talking more about that game but yeah it's uh oh and then you know it's it's holiday gift guide uh season i got a bunch of people ah. diving into those dms and, and inboxes being like hey let's let's chat so 
putting putting I'm together that. Very very excited for that. Uh, yes, Spider Man. Uh, we're gonna be talking about more Spider-Man in depth. Some spoilers. It's the, the spoiler episode. The spoiler yeah. episode. I want to yes. give you guys a little heads up and everything about Spider-Man. I don't think anything will be happening in gaming. Uh, hopefully not. You know, too much that we could just fully dive into it as well. Um, as for me, I just uh, wrote a review on uh, Star Ocean mm-hmm. Second Story R. I had to blitz mm-hmm. through that one. That that was like a thirty-hour game. I'm like, I want to play more, but it was a but the embargo comes out uh, actually a couple hours after this episode airs. So. Uh, overall, it's a fantastic game. Highly recommend if you're a Star Ocean fan or if you just want a JRPG fan, uh, definitely dive into the game because it's a, it's a really fun uh, adventurous game. It shows it brings back the artwork from the previous game um, or even the voice actors, which, by the way, there's a lot of great voice actors from anime from this one. From one like Evangelion, the voice lead is on there. Gohan is in the, from Dragon Balls in this game as well. Some top notch voice acting in this game. So, highly recommend if you like uh, a 2D, uh, 2.5D octopath style um game which by the way they brought up the level octopath looks amazing but this one alone i'm like they they brought it to a whole nother level so definitely check out that uh review that i wrote out there so and that's uh pretty much it we'll see you guys next week Bye. bye